Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Now, Mike Lawson, let me tell you something here. I was so excited uh, this past week. I got this letter in the mail. Oh, and it was from you, and it had three issues of your amazing zine that you've been putting out. It kind of made me feel guilty that I didn't include you. Like I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> That's all right. So, so I sent you the first three. What do you think? Yeah, I need to subscribe to your. Well, th- you know, it's your. This is a good transition because you know, last time you and I talked about this, uh, you said you don't subscribe to my Patreon right. because you don't like Drag Race. Right. You know? and every- I, It's not that I don't like Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I just am like, I, I, I've i had too much Drag yeah. Race in my life this last year. I just need a break. Yeah. Well, makes sense. Trust me. It makes sense yeah. to no one but me. Well, no, to no one more but me. <laughs> yeah. I, I really do think that this season that's on, or just ended, I mm-hmm. guess. Just ended. I, I'm maybe one weekend I'll like buy it on, you know, iTunes and binge it. Mm-hmm. That's probably what will happen. You don't need to do that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for a weekend, you know, like Drag Race is fun. It's yeah. I just don't need it to, like, consume my life the way it can. It can. Anyway, people like you, my cousin Stephanie. Now, my cousin Stephanie does yeah. support me on Patreon, but she says, I don't like any of the drag content. <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway, so if you go now, I've I, – I, because on the show I plug – uh, patreon.com slash drag race recap for the time being you still have to go there okay but you'll see that i've re uh branded it as afterthought media and there are three tiers now they're all the same price right now obviously the everything tier will change in, probably in 2020 but you can choose tiers where there's the all you want. You don't want the stupid other shows that I have. You just want to hear drag stuff. You can join that tier and you're only going to get drag content. For $3, you, let's say for like for John Arts. John Arts might throw $3 my way, but he doesn't like drag. You know? He's a straight man who doesn't like drag. So right. John Arts might want to do the $3 and it's going to be any show that is not drag related that we put out. And by the way, if you go to the Patreon page, we list all the shows in the tiers and stuff. Very cool. And then, or if you want to, if you want it all, you can get that. For now, for right now, you can choose any tier for three dollars. So my cousin Stephanie might think about switching over to the no drag tier. I gotta come up with a name for that. And uh, but maybe someone like uh, Flavio Heels might only want drag, you know, or someone like you might want don't want the drag content. You know, it just yeah. depends. So anyway, so that's there available. Also, you know that we got these amazing coasters, Mike Lawson. Uh, uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm only speaking to catching up fans. If you want a catching up coaster, you're going to want to go, not now, it's not set up. I'm still setting up the shop, but the afterthought.media shop, uh, and get, a, a, now Mike Lawson, I'm with you. I, and I keep telling people this, I don't know who would ever want any of this you're not, crap. That's not a good sales pitch, Joey. <laughs> 
I mean, these are one of the most amazing coasters of all yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, people really people are really excited about the catching up stuff. They're Great. really yeah, they're really excited catching up. And catching up in Hello Uglies. Those fans really want merch uh, from there. It's really interesting. Anyway, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? You know, uh, it's been a while since we spoke, and I, and I would love to know all the stories that are going on in your life, all the adventures that you stop, get in every day. Stop! You're building up to nothing. Like, um, I well, this last issue of the Zine just came out, so I mm-hmm. kind of spent. Um, we took a weekend off from this, and I just mm-hmm. was my head was there, mm-hmm. so that kind of happened, and. You know, just kind of working and living a boring life, but like, I don't know, start lifting what, weights. <laughs> what What is your typical, you know, that's, and I'm glad you said that because someone that we know messaged me and said, have you seen Mike's video? He looks ill. And I said. Oh, like what? sick. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't, don't get self-conscious yet. Okay. So I go, oh, Mike Lawson puts out videos? So I went. <laughs> yeah. So I went to your social media and I watched a video. You look fantastic. You look great. This person's crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I put a video out with uh about my Patreon. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. For my Patreon. You know what it is? I get if people you you told me you're the one that told me this years ago because everyone should know that when Mike and I were hanging out, uh, people you know you, you would think that I would hang out with people and I would lose weight. No, people usually get fat. Like Cameron got fatter when he was dating me. Like people get fat when they hang out with me, right? So Mike Lawson was this gigantic lumberjack, you know, when we were hanging out. And then when I saw him next, he was thin, and I was shocked, and I thought he was ill. And he said, and he said, people who haven't seen you in a while, they they're not used sick. to it, so they think you're sick. Yeah, well, in that weight loss was drastic so the one you're talking about was like that was like 100 pounds wasn't it like it, yeah, that was probably my highest weight mm-hmm. and i dropped to my lowest like weight. the weight of one of your boyfriends seriously <laughs> <laughs> i remember specifically there was uh um when i kind of was at my highest weight and when you and i were hanging out i was working in a boys and girls club kind of like english program mm-hmm. in garden grove mm-hmm. and there was a, a couple who brought their kids in and, uh, tr- you know, were taking English classes. And I saw them in a Walmart mm-hmm. after I had lost the weight. And, the cons- like, we couldn't really speak to one another really well because mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish and their English wasn't really great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we communicated, like, really superficially. Mm-hmm. But you could tell they were, like, concerned about me. Yeah. <laughs> it was really bizarre. But anyway, um so yeah, just doing kind of that Patreon thing, um, and, and you received yours. I received you, mine. I loved it. Um, I'll just keep you on the list, Joey. By the way, I'll um, and I'll, I was thinking I just might send you the how much is it a month? No, don't send me anything. I'll just I totally I'm gonna do have, it right now. I'm gonna just do this no. right now. I'm gonna no. go over to Patreon.com. And I'm going to, because, and I want everyone to know how easy I'm going to patreon.com and I'm now going to uh, look up what is the name of your Patreon page? No, Joey, I don't want you to do it. Um, I'll just send it to you. Uh, but for everyone else, it's patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson. I'm pretend that I'm doing it. Okay, now randomly type. Um, and you uh, actually. Oh, and I just th- signed up. All right, very good. If you. Oh, thank you, Joey. If you would like to see the video where I look at, like a cancer patient, too, 
patreon.com slash Mr. Mike Lawson. I think you look fantastic. I think he looks fine. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I I have become very lean, and I need muscle. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. Is muscle the Thai guy at your gym? Say it again? Nothing. Go ahead. Everyone at home heard it. (laughs) I know this... Our setup um, makes the audio weird, so if we mm-hmm. talk over one another, I can't hear what he mm-hmm. said. Hmm. All right. Well, what's up with you? What's going on? Tell Even me everything. better for my offensive jokes. No, no. I have a question for you before we get into my stuff. What is a typical – because you're always you know my life is so boring. So if, if you're – that would mean to me that your life is the same day in, day out. What is a yeah. typical Mike Lawson day? Walk me through it. Okay. So I wake up – Wake up early. <laughs> Incredibly early, yeah, five thirty like, a.m. Te- yeah, from then they'll get text messages from you like at five thirty or so. Yeah, so I wake up at five thirty. I um, make a pot of coffee, mm-hmm. um, and I've started stretching. Like, <laughs> so I'll spend like twenty minutes almost mm-hmm. like stretching my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drink a pot of coffee, not really a pot, but like I drink coffee then. Mm-hmm. Um. I eat three scoops of cottage cheese. <laughs> I actually like, like cottage cheese. Yeah, literally, that's my breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, then I will, if it's like a work day, then I'll usually, um, I've, I meditate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do like 20 minutes. It's Right now I'm at like 17 minutes mm-hmm. trying to do add. an app or no? Yeah, I use an app and Which app? whatever. Um, I forget what it, it's a free one. Oh. Um, I've kind of been bouncing around trying. I like ones. Calm, and if you want to try Calm, for some reason they're letting me invite someone for thirty days for free. If you want to try it, okay, maybe. I mean, I I just don't need I don't need to pay for this. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not mm-hmm. something that I, I pay for it because I, I really use a lot besides the meditations, I also like on Calm they have these really good sleep stories. Um uh-huh. and so I, I I use them almost every night to go to sleep and whatnot. Yeah. Um so I do that. Then I will uh go to the gym mm-hmm. and then from the gym I go to work. And then work and then I come home. Oh so the gym is before work. Uh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean I don't I've been going into work kind of like almost like noonish. Oh. So yeah, I go in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um but I go after like that morning rush. So mm-hmm. I get there at like ten or eleven. So what do you do until ten? Besides stretch, eat cottage cheese and drink coffee. Um, I draw, I read the news. Oh, okay. That's kind of like where I do a lot of my creative time stuff. Yeah, because you know, as you know, and it's something that I wish, you know, people are very generous and donate their time to Afterthought Media, so they do things after work. But my best podcasting is in the morning. After In the afternoon, I'm, I'm not in a creative podcasting mood, but generally when I do them. But hmm. yeah. anyway, but yeah, so like that's smart. You do all your creative stuff in the morning and then do yeah. more of your processing stuff in the afternoon. Very good, sharp way of doing it there, Lawson. Ding. And then, you know, go to bed and repeat. Mm-hmm. Seriously, that. <laughs> but there are no adventures that happen to you? Any kind of social life on the weekends? No, or not a lot. Like, I go to the theater. I'm mm-hmm. going to see a, a, a musical this coming Monday. Mm-hmm. What um, musical? 
Yeah, American Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, a small company appears doing it. Doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just that's it. I mean, there's a little bit of social, but like, I don't know, not a lot. I'm I'm saving money right now. We've talked about this kind of. Do you so. see American Psychos almost like you're wicked? <laughs> yeah. Okay. To be honest, I don't know a ton about American Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. What's up? What's up with you? What's going on? You know what's so funny is you know you and I decided. Um, oh wait, no, we didn't. Um, so much <laughs> has happened in the past week, Mike Lawson, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And now I just have a, a wealth of stories. And, you know, we only do two story slots a week. So, you know what? I am going to read you some of the options. And you can choose. Okay? Or just do it, do them all. Do whatever you want. Well, I'm going to save or my read, second slot. Or if what you want to do is read me options, read me options. That's cool, too. Uh, no, I'll do. I'll, I know what I want to do. Cause, okay, there's already one. Some I want. Let me tell you. You know, what? I'm gonna do some that I choose. Some that you choose. Okay. 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 Let's do the first one I want to choose. I actually have proof. I have a piece of audio for you that is that is in the case of um gay man murders his parents <laughs> in murder suicide. Exhibit A? The, the exhibit A will be this audio. Okay. Wait, why would you go to trial if it's a murder-suicide, though? <laughs> Seems like a That's waste a of taxpayer question, dollars. Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me those kinds of questions. You'll be involved in this murder-suicide. All right. So, um, so anyway, so, you know, last week, the you know, every week, the trash comes. Okay? The trash man comes. <laughs> the trash man cometh. Yeah. And... It, it's usually been in the morning, but now he's been coming later and later. You know, there's yeah. different cans and the different trucks come up out of the day. This but, is a good, like, episode three starter, right? So, like, in the arc of you kind of have to introduce your parents as mm-hmm. the main characters of yeah. the sitcom. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, second episode, you kind of solidify that. And now yeah. episode three. Now, how do you know my parents are involved in this? Uh, come on. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so the black can's been cut, the black can trash can, trash man has been coming later and later, you know? Yeah. So my mom decides, you know, randomly, she goes, you know what? I'm going to do like a spring cleaning of the trap, of the refrigerator and the cupboard and everything. Let's just get rid of everything, you know, just like spring cleaning. Yeah. I'm out, she goes, is the black can come yet? And I go, nope. And she goes, Okay. And then she's doing it, and she's actually almost done. And we hear the trash can truck coming. Okay. <laughs> and we're, you know, my parents' house is on the corner, so it's the first house that the trash man's going to stop at. <laughs> and uh, it comes around the corner, and she goes, "Which one is it? Is it the?" Because none of them had come yet by that point. I go, "Oh, it's the black can." <laughs> and then she now let me ask you this: so we live in a cul-de-sac, okay? Right. It's important in the story. We live in a cul-de-sac. So the trash man's going to go up the hill and then come down the hill. You missed a trash man. What are you going to do with that bag of trash? I would, I mean, you could put it in the can and maybe pull it to the other side. Oh, good idea. Yes, it's one option. And then as he came back, maybe like wave him down and say like, hey, I'm so sorry. Would you mind? Yeah. What great option. Yeah. 
what you what ended up happening. Well, no. Then the other option is like walk to the neighbor's black trash can across the street and just put it in oh, there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I didn't even think of that. I didn't think of the one you have. That's a good one too, right? So my mom runs out with the black trash can. I'm thinking, what's she going to do? And I look at her, and she starts chasing the trash can oh, no. up oh, the no. hill. Like, oh, running would do the same, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so what's funny is <laughs> I see this, and I chase after her, and I start saying, no, no, don't, what are you doing? Don't, stop, right? So I, that day I'm talking to my friend Sweet Michael, and I'm telling him this story. And he knows from previous Joe Batanz versions of stories. He goes, but he's laughing, and he goes, don't you guys have a ring? I go, oh, oh my God, God, yes. And so here it is. The audio. You don't hear my mom <laughs> run out, but here's the audio of me chasing after my mom. Here we go. Okay. There you go. That's exhibit A. Oh my gosh. I see her running up the hill like a crazy person chasing after <laughs> the trash can. The trash man. And by the way, have you seen have you seen these things? They have these big claws that pick up these giant plastic bins. What are they going to do with right. that bag? They're gonna say, you know what they're gonna say? Put it what in that bag. What did they do? What happened? <laughs> okay. So I go back in the house I'm like, I'm done, right? And she comes in out of breath and I go, What'd you do? And she goes, I just thought of an idea. I could just put it in the neighbors. And I go, yeah, that's what everybody else would do. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so that's the I, because I had that audio. That's the one story I wanted to tell for sure. Now, next, I'm gonna give you. Now, this is where I'm gonna give you some choices. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, same day, by the way, same day that this happened. Triple uh, A came to our house and they wanted to do an investigation on a neighbor in the neighbor in the neighborhood. And Detective Betty put on her cap. Oh, my God. You're going to have a stroke. You need to move, Joey. Um, this is so stressful. Somebody insulted me at Chris and Mercedes' house on Memorial Day. That might okay. be a better after-breakfast story. Um, okay. We my, my, On Memorial Day, my parents and I went to this annual – I talk about every year where I go to East L.A. and they do that Memorial Day event. Yeah. And um, I feel the same what it is. Let me just say Betty does something there because I feel like it gives away the punchline. If I okay. say you know what she does, and then um, I went to the Magic Castle with some friends. Pretty uneventful, except um, one thing kind of happens there that's sort of interesting. I'd say the first story sounds best. Okay, so again, this is at the same day as the trash drama. Okay, <laughs> doorbell rings. <clears throat> triple A is a guy. Well, it's a guy with a triple A polo shirt. And he has a card, a business card with him, and he says, hi, uh, I'm with so-and-so with AAA Insurance. I'm an investigator, and we're investigating a robbery in Whoa. on your block. And uh, I see that you guys have a camera on, mm-hmm. but this is diff- they have a different security camera above the door that shoots out to the street. And he goes, I saw that you have a camera above your door, and I want to see, we're looking for some suspects, and I want to see if we can actually access your camera. So I go, hold on, let me get my parents. <clears throat> yeah. So I go to my parents, you know, having their dumb, mundane conversations, you know, about like, I don't know, maybe the light should go over there. And I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> and they're like, yes. And I was like, 
there's a triple A investigator at the door. What does he want? I think they did. Like they're like they buried a car in their yeah. backyard. Like what? What do you? Think? And I'm all like, I don't know. Tail, tail heart. I know exactly. Like he must know about that extra toe we got. So uh, anyway, so she goes. I go. I don't know. He's at the door. Why don't you talk to him? Somebody. Uh, um, uh, robberies investigating. So oh, all of a sudden now, you know, uh, it's it's Detective Betty is on the case. You know. Uh, she and it's just like, huh? Interesting. <laughs> and so she goes to the to the door, and she's like, "Yes, can I help you?" And then you know, is one of those things where you can tell that she's seen one too many um, <laughs> like news at six of it bleed at lead yeah. stories where they're like, "Are the people who come into your door for real?" Right. Yeah. She has a steno pad. Yeah, yeah. Well, then she goes, and what's your name? And he goes, whatever. She goes, and your badge number? And he goes, I don't have a badge. <laughs> well, what is your <laughs> badge number? And she goes, and what, and what, 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 what department? Who, who's your supervisor? By the way, she does nothing. With, she does nothing with this information. I could kind of see. I could kind of see if she called right, uh-huh. and was like, uh, like. Like, oh, I want to check out. That makes sense. You know, you don't come into your door and stuff. Like that. But she's like, hmm, yeah, I know Phil. He's he's good. Yeah, he's good. All right, come on in. And then they come in, and the, look, I'm going to tell you the facts of the case, okay? Because the guy is a former police. He starts talking to my parents. You know, former police officer. Because I have to, we have to pull the clips and stuff like that. So while we're doing that, he uh, tells us some stuff. And um, so he's telling us his whole story, like an ex-cop, and now he's retired. Now he does this, you know, part-time. And he starts telling us that um, he used to – oh, so here's the facts of the case. And I want you to tell me – because I'm sitting there. I don't even watch these crime shows, right? And I can figure out what's going on here. And um, he says that up the hill – from us, uh, a young the parents weren't home, and a teenage boy uh, took his girlfriend home at eleven o'clock at night. And the garage door must be broken because he could swear he swears he closed the garage door and went to take his girlfriend home. When he came back, the garage door was open, and someone had stolen. And he came back like at midnight, and someone had stolen um, like three drones and some tools, right? Yeah. Um, they didn't go into the house. They didn't steal anything from the house. They just stole those very specific things from the garage. And uh, there's another key piece of information, but I'll tell you later because I think it tips my hand of of, uh, of where this is going. And so he wanted to see what cars were going in and what cars were going out. Now, hearing that, what do you think, right off the bat, what do you think he's investigating? The robbery. That it's some sort of insurance I oh I'm thinking it's insurance fraud. Well, I don't know fraud for sure. Like mm-hmm. maybe he wants to see. I don't know. Well, I will say the I have a little bit of extra information. He was very specifically concerned about because obviously, how would he know um, what the burglar's car looks like? <laughs> you know, yeah. you know that, right? He was very concerned because he knew what the sun's car looked like to see what time the sun left and what time the sun came back, hmm. and. Um, so he was very concerned with that, and then uh, he did tell us this is the third time that they've uh, filed a claim. Mm. So weird. he tells all this information. My mom's like, you know, 
I have noticed a lot of people like I don't recognize walking around or driving around. Now, one thing you should know that my parents' neighborhood is extremely quiet, right? Yeah. And uh, and what's funny is, um, the guys and they live up the hill, and we live on a street, and we're not, we're not off a major street, so um. I even said, like, isn't it weird that why the guys, the kids, gone for a very specific time in a very safe neighborhood, and the garage door is open? That's weird that someone would drive into the neighborhood, yeah, drive to that street, drive up that street, and um, see the garage door, go, oh, I know exactly what I want, and then leave. Like it's just yeah. very very strange, and then he's and he, he the cops even saying yeah they didn't go in the house and steal anything in the house they only stole those specific things from the garage right did you say cop oh I'm sorry the insurance investigator okay yeah there's and no cop there's right? no, co- no 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 cop okay, no cop yeah, yeah. Uh, insurance investigator and I go yeah right yeah and then my mom's like you know there used to be these teenagers that lived here. And she's like crack. She's like has all these crackpot theories. And like, I finally, I finally, I said, "Mom, I think he's investigating insurance fraud." And she's yeah. like, "Oh, really?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's kind of, that's kind of what we're investigating." And so it was just sort. Of, but I just thought this like, I even hesitate to say what all the, the crackpot theories were because I will say they bordered on racism. <laughs> <laughs> I will. She's like. You know, there is an African-American family that lives up the street. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. Here we go. Our parents are very similar. Yeah. uh, Because I could see my mom doing that exact same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, she's just letting her brain go. Yeah. And, unfortunately, that's where her brain goes. Yeah. And uh, so my theory, you know, Sherry Crisman in the the, um, chat room says that he had a party when friends ripped him off. My theory is that he... That this kid sold the stuff. Hmm. That he sold it himself. And he just said it was... Because I think the parents were out of town that weekend. So I'm uh, like, oh, he sold it on a Craigslist and shit. And took the money. But then also, this is the third time the parents have... The family has said that this happened to them. This or he left house. at lunch and came home the next day. Oh. And the garage was open. All, you know what I mean? Yeah, or there's something a million like different that. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, huh. Okay, so that story. Uh, do you want to do some? Oh, I yeah. actually had a personal story. Oh, go ahead, do it. Look, look. I no, this is a little bit weird. So this just happened. Um, wait, 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 quickly. Will you have any other personal stories after this? I no. Okay, then why don't we just do some news and we'll get to that personal story? Okay, I have a good after. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what just that happened? just hit. I just sneezed. I yeah. don't know. Okay. <laughs> um. I have good after breakfast tea, by the way. Oh, okay. Very um, and a new story. I have a new story. From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. Go ahead, Mike Lawson. What's your new story? Joey, after igniting a firestorm on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, the now former Southeast Conference of Club President Craig McC- Crowder was ousted for his role effective immediately on Tuesday because of some kind of like transphobic remarks. Um, basically, Mr. Leather this year is a trans dude, and 
Um, he just posted something weird on Facebook about like it's supposed to be Mister Leather. Oh God! Uh-huh. And like, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever. So he got ousted. But I mean, that's that's the story of it. I feel like you and I are on the same page there. But mm-hmm. uh, the reason I bring it up is the. Uh, Mr. Leather, uh, the trans dude, is a uh, a local at the uh, White Horse Bar. Oh, that really? I go to, you're, apparently. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's from here. Um, Are you still going there? Um, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Which is so funny because a lot of the guys that that's what they call you, White Horse, because of how you're hung. Um. Hi, Julie. The, the the uh but this Mr. Leather guy is a regular at that bar. They do um Has your sister ever brought that up with you, the 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 giant schwanz jokes? No, come on. But the um You got me you knocked me off. Um that's all. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I have something to say this maybe this might trigger it. Yeah. Here's what I don't get. All right. Like, let's say you have these horrible, like, transphobic thoughts in your head. What I still don't get, why do you think it's a good idea in 2019 to say, to call Michelle Obama a monkey or say it's Mr. This or, you know, uh, you know, Drag Race Recap is an annoying show. Why do you think it's okay (laughs) to put that on social media? And then get be shocked when people call you like, like what? I don't understand that. Why would you put everything? In? If anyone knows yeah. me, my social media, my personal social media, is so boring. My Facebook, my Instagram. You, because I say all this crazy shit on here on my Facebook and Instagram. It you would think I'm a saint on these things. It's so boring. Why would anyone do this? I agree with you. Uh, but part of it, and let me, let, can I read what he said exactly? Sure. He wrote, I am happy for the winner, but, all capitals, okay. it is international Mr. All Capital mm-hmm. Leather. He identifies as a man, but not born as a man. I feel that the decision is politically motivated. Now, this is just my opinion. <laughs> and it's, now, this is just my opinion part that is like, mm-hmm. I guess, all of this wrapped up in a bow. It, <laughs> It's an opinion, whatever, and people can judge you based on your opinions. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of getting to the point where, like, why would I – I just don't – why would I want to share an opinion online now, too? Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yes. But I know. But that's why I'm, like – especially you live in the Bay Area. It's just, like, it's so – like, I could see maybe you live, you know, in Birmingham, Alabama, and you're, like, everyone agrees with me here. Sure. Well, I think this guy actually doesn't live here. He's like the president of this org that – this is like a a big org. It's just the winner of this year's Mr. Leather is from the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. Do you have a news story or do you have more personal? What What are we doing? I have a a news story. Mm-hmm. And I have let me ask you this because I, I you're we're, I'm going to call you you know the uh, sergeant at arms of catching up here. Okay. So I have a new story teed up, L.A. based, right? Great. But horses that are dying on a racetrack. But I saw a news story today. It's so good. 
Oh. And so up our usual alley. I just wish it would have taken place in L.A. It takes place in okay. Washington, D.C. The person's from Louisiana. Okay. And I would not, you know, would you have a problem with me? Do, it has nothing gay in it. There's nothing, there's no ties to me whatsoever or you or anywhere Let's do it. Whatever. What is it? I went to Catholic school. That's what it is. Okay. What is Catholic it? school principal quits after visiting strip club during field trip. Okay. <laughs> Police arrested Michael Cummo at Archibald's Gentleman Club in Washington after he allegedly refused to pay the bill. A Louisiana oh. Catholic school principal what? has been arrested after visiting a strip club while on a school field trip to the nation's capital. Diocese of Baton Rouge spokesman Dan Bourne says Michael Como was arrested early Thursday in Washington, D.C., where he was with students from Holy Family Catholic, yeah, Holy Fa- Holy Family Catholic School, a K-8 through school in Port Allen. According wow. to an arrest report, officers were dispatched to Archibald's Gentleman Club on a complaint about an intoxicated man refusing to pay his bill. The Advocate reports this 47-year-old faces charges of imp- public intoxication and possession of an open container of alcohol. It was unknown if he has an attorney. Uh, Bourne says Como has resigned. An interim principal will be appointed. And Como has also resigned from his position as a reserve Bruley police officer. Uh, Mike Lawson, here's my question to you. He had a service dog with him at the bar. Yes, too. and he had a service dog with him. <laughs> oh man, I don't know why that's an interesting part of the story, but like. And then what's funny? Have you seen the picture of the guy? He looks like such a square. Yeah, they <clears throat> always are though. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but the we- okay, go to a strip bar and whatever, do your thing, mm-hmm. or don't be a Catholic pre or be involved in this Catholic school mm-hmm. and go to a strip bar and don't pay the bill, but you can't do both. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I will say the this story didn't mention it, but the kids were asleep and they had, and they had some other words. Look, he yeah. wasn't like putting them in. Danger. No, they had, they had um, all the chaperones were there, everything. He just looked away while the kids were asleep and the chaperones were still there. But did they say, he, they say he was drunk, but like, do you not get the feeling that he's like coked out too or something like something's going on there? I feel there's something going on, but here's the deal. I feel that this happens a lot at strip clubs where, because I feel like strip clubs are now. I don't look here's before we get into this. I don't understand strip clubs. I'll tell you why. First of all, service dog for like, what was you don't want to know providing like, Comfort? Yeah, he, it's, he's, he's high anxiety. Okay. Okay. I don't understand. Cause this, I'm not wired this way. I'm wired in a way that um, I need to have. I need to know for me to for me to physically get off sexually, right, or even just be sexually interested in sex. I mm-hmm. need to at least believe with my heart that the person wants to be there. And yeah. is consenting to sex. That's like key, fundamental yeah. number one. And that's just the way I'm wired, right? It's why I could never hire a prostitute. It's why I could never go to a strip bar. The entire time I'm thinking this person just look. I don't. I don't even think people want to buy my merch, right? <laughs> so I would never go to a strip bar anyway because I'm thinking, oh, this person just hates what they're like. Their person is hating me right now. Was I pay them just to rub, just so they can rub their fucking genitals up against mine? Right. No, but okay, but then here's the part I don't get either, is, well, if you're paying for that, well, then you might as well just fucking pay for a blowjob. 
Like it's the same amount of money at the end of the day. Because I think these, I think like a lap dance is kind of pricey and they add up. And so I think that's what happens with this guy is he goes, I'll throw ten dollars here and twenty dollars here, and I'll have this blue uh, cocktail and blah blah blah. Next thing you know, it's a four hundred dollar bill, and he's like, what? You know, $500 bill. And he's like, I'm a Catholic school principal. I still don't understand why he was like, that's a good idea. I'm going to cause a scene. Yeah. I, I'm i 100% with you on the stripper thing. It just doesn't do anything for nothing me. Nothing for me. It does nothing for me. In fact, it brings out anxieties like, mm-hmm. do I talk? Do I yes. not talk? Do I look away? Do I look? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just weird. By the way, the Catholic school principal also worked as a part-time reserve police officer mm-hmm. for the Bruce Lee P- Police Department. He mm-hmm. resigned by text early Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> and then on Twitter, somebody said, by text, LOL, the dog probably sent that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. LOL. <laughs> BRB. Actually, no, I won't. Um. Okay. Now, Mike Lawson, you said you had a personal story. We should have a theme, we should have a thing that goes into the personal story too. Don't you think? <laughs> well, no. So I just wanted to tell you. So there's uh, security guards in our in the building that I work in, mm-hmm. and most of them are kind of like retired cop types. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly older gentlemen, mm-hmm. you know, with a, a security guard sort of jacket and. Mm-hmm. They kind of stroll slowly around the building and mm-hmm. sit. Uh, in many cases, I've walked into the lobby of our building, mm-hmm. gotten past them, and into the elevator while one of them had their eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? They're they have a job to do, but it's not a high stress job that requires no. them to be on their toes all the time. Yeah. So it attracts a certain type of person. Anyway, so there's one security guard who. I would uh, estimate is probably, I don't know, maybe close to 70. Um, I struggled to to estimate ages, actually, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) like between 65 and 85, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, which I know is a big range, but he's in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, He's nice. He's super nice. But he's asked me a couple of times to help him do something on his phone, like... Mm -hmm. He uh call nine one one. Yes. He like did something where he changed the time zone on his phone. <laughs> so I helped him fix that. He noticed that the Bluetooth uh, was on, but he doesn't use any Bluetooth devices, so mm-hmm. he wanted to turn it off and it really was freaking him out that it was on mm-hmm. and who turned it on, how did it get on? Um, just stuff, it's just simple stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten to the point where like, he almost is like excited to see me and he's like, Hey, I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, just, I'm his phone guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe and, he I mean, you're sick. say it again. Maybe he thinks you're sick. Maybe. <laughs> um, and he's nice. And like, we, we say hi and everything and you know, it's a thing now. Uh, but Joey, just this week, I started realizing I think he might be flirting with me. Oh, look at that weird? No, why do you think that? I don't, I just kind of started getting the vibe. A, mm-hmm. that's one, I mean, just the, I started picking up on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I mean, he's very nice. He's a little bit out of my typical age range. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, <laughs> 
I didn't even like pick up on that at all just because it felt I don't know. It just didn't I didn't pick up on it. And then when I picked up on it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And it all started clicking. Then, Joey, this is the kind of it's not a, it's not evidence of a crime at all. Well, certainly not a crime, but it's not evidence of anything. Mm-hmm. He was trying. He deleted the YouTube app on his phone. And uh-huh. so I had to help him re-download the YouTube app. Yeah. And so in doing so, we got into this like weird wormhole where he was yeah. trying. He was yeah, trying to show it? me something. Mm-hmm. Huh? No, go ahead. He was trying to show me something and he ended up like clicking other apps and then in doing so clicked. Um, he has a plenty of fish app, mm-hmm. which if you don't know is a dating app. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, that doesn't mean that he's like flirting with me, yeah. but it means that he's like a man that dates. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. So that's all. <laughs> so what do you, what, let's say he hits on you. Let's say he's like, Hey, listen, I don't know. I don't know. I would have to say no. Speaking of plenty of fish, I saw that eel in your pants. He doesn't have a voice like that. Oh, how does he sound? But my after breakfast tea uh, that I have to spill for you has kind of starts at this point in my story. Oh, very interesting. That's a good reason for you guys to listen live on Mixer.com slash Afterthought Media every Sunday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Mike and I record a live episode of Catch It Up, and then immediately afterwards, we do our after-breakfast tea where we tell stories that are too hot for the podcast. <laughs> that right, Mike Lawson? Yeah. What else? Do you have something else that you want to do? Oh, my gosh. My day yesterday, and I, this is something that, like... You know, when you're young and hung and full of cum, all you want are, like, <laughs> days. <laughs> all you want are days where you're just doing things all day, you know? But once you start, get even in your mid-30s, I guess I'm already getting like this. You're like, oh, God, I got to do shit today. And every year that ticks by, it gets harder and harder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday was a very social day. I went to go see my brother and my nieces and stuff. I hadn't seen them. We were hanging out. And my brother had told me that my birthday gift had come in early, right? That's what he said. And he, could he give it to me oh, now? Oh, my God. I know what this is about. Yeah. Could he give it to me now? I was like, okay. And just the way he was acting, I was thinking it was some sort of like barbecue-related gift or some sort of yeah. tchotchke. And then he goes, oh, I'm going to go to the garage and get it ready. But I was thinking, because my brother's like me. He doesn't like to wrap gifts. So I could see, I very much see my brother going, like, I didn't want to wrap the gift, so it's in the garage. Open the garage door. It's on the floor, right? Use the Amazon box. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to wrap it. So I thought it was easier just to have the garage door be the wrapping. So he said, all right, go outside. And when I went outside, and I think you saw this, there's a video game that I really like called Cuphead. And even though it looks old, it's only like two years old. Okay. Oh. And it's um, a game that they painstakingly made to look like a 1930s cartoon. Oh, you know? uh-huh. It's very cool looking. It's very difficult, actually. And it's actually a computer game. It's not like, you know you know what the end of the story is. It's not a game meant to be the way it was displayed to me. It's a, it's a game you can buy on your computer, you know, like a, or it's not on PlayStation yet, but like on your computer. Huh. But it's on Nintendo <clears throat> Switch. Oh, it is? Okay. So it's on the I Switch. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> it's slowly making its way across the platforms. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm just looking into it now. I've never heard of it. Yeah. 
And I've been a fan even before it came out. When I first read about it, like it because it had like a long gestation period. Like I would say, I've known about it for like six or seven years, and I've been waiting for it to come out. And um, my brother built from scratch a full cuphead cabinet where it and you saw it on if you go to my instagram instagram.com slash joe batanz you can see the video of me showing it it's amazing it amazing yeah and like he took months to build it and it was one of these things i think either i'm a sociopath like you or i'm autistic because it was so overwhelming i couldn't even show emotion like i was just like oh wow but like inside i was like oh my god I can't believe he built this. This is, oh my God. Like, this is like the most thoughtful, amazing gift ever, you know? Yeah. And it was a weird equal parts, like, exhilaration, but also, like, I don't know if sadness is the right word. I don't have the right word for this. But, like, touched that, like, someone would do something like this for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. take that kind of effort and time and money and spend it to make this amazing, beautiful cabinet. And, like, it looks phenomenal. And um, so that was overwhelming emotionally. And I'm very touched. And I'll probably write him a letter thanking him, you know? Yeah. Cool. I'm looking at the game looks super fun, by it the is. way. It is. Super um, fun. Very hard, um, though, but fun. I'm not a game person. Mm-hmm. You might like it because it's very old school. And it's like... It's basically Super Mario Brothers. Like, it's not, like, yeah, super complicated. It's, like, two buttons kind of thing, you right. know? And, like, it, it doesn't take a lot of... Com- it's not super complicated, like, in the, in the modern games that these kids play, you know? It's just yeah. basically a, 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 an a advanced Super Mario Brothers for now. Anyway, I think it's, like, $20 on Steam. Anyway. <clears throat> is your Instagram public? Is, isn't is that where it I saw it? Yeah. And public. you are at... I think Joe it's Instagram.com slash Joe Batanz or just at Joe Batanz. At Joe Batanz. Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, super anyway, cool. Well, no, that's just one. That's the first part of the day. Then I immediately had to leave there and then started, gosh, probably the most, like if you had to describe the most stereotypical San Francisco day, what would it be? Um, Going to a coffee shop in the morning, mm-hmm. getting some avocado toast. Mm-hmm. Walking to the mission and shopping a little. I don't know. Yeah. Let me tell you my day. It was so L.A. First, I had to rush over to a meeting at LACMA. Okay. Um, uh, With Shannon. Oh, because I'll say it after breakfast. But a friend of mine has been hired to write this show for this YouTube, (laughs) this musical YouTube family. I guess they have a lot of viewers and stuff. And she's been hired to put together this this live show for them. And so she wanted to hire me to help her write the show. Mm. And based on who this family is, I'll talk about it on After Breakfast. I thought my friend Shannon would be better suited, you know? Okay. Uh, and I'm busy with podcasting stuff. So maybe I'll help a little bit, but I'm throwing it really to Shannon. Yeah. And um, so the th- – but Shannon doesn't really know her. So I had to show up to LACMA and meet with Shannon and her – to sort of get the ball rolling on that, right? So that's already L.A. Like, meeting about a show at LACMA in the, in the cafe, right? By the way, when anyone's running from L.A., that stands for the L.A. County Museum of Art. Okay. Yeah. A YouTube show, by the uh, way. Uh, yeah. For, to write a live <laughs> show for a YouTube show, right? Okay. Like, by the way, who would ever go see a live – people from the YouTube live, right? 
Anyway, I, I can't say who it is. I'll tell you later. I didn't know who they were anyway. It doesn't matter. It's not James Charles. Anyway, then I had to like rush from there. So I was running late. I was supposed to go see Rocket Man at the Arclight Hollywood because uh-huh. in the Cinerama Dome, okay, Ready Super LA, and then they were going to interview the cast afterwards, right? But I didn't have tickets because they were sold out but john paul very wisely said you know for events like this people always cancel so i'm gonna be late and and as i've said before the arc light does not fuck around right they do not fuck around like if you are late they don't let you in okay yeah so i'm rushing and my way it's it's supposed to start at 4 30 ways that i'm gonna be there and 99 includes parking at 4 34 Right? <laughs> so John Paul calls. I go, I said, can you just buy the ticket, right? See if they have any tickets and buy it, and I'll pay you back. And I'm just going to run in and just get the ticket. And he goes, okay. Then he calls me back and he says, there's a ticket. I'm going to buy it. But the guy says, if you're not here by 440, they're going not, they're not going to let you in. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I just fucking just gun it through LA, speed into the parking lot at 429. Find a parking spot right away by a miracle because every level was almost full. Waddle over to the oh yeah. Then I go to the they go go to this one main desk and it has your name on it right. And now by this point, by the time I actually walk up, it's four thirty five. Okay. Yeah. And there's a line, and I'm very uh, much like Pee Wee Herman at the Alamo waiting to ask for the the basement. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I was there, and then this guy in front of me is like. Oh, I'm supposed to see Rocket Man at 4.30, but two of my friends didn't show up. And I'm just like... <laughs> and the guy's like... So, what? And the guy's like, well, it's too late to actually get a refund, but you could either do... I don't know what option A was, and then option B. And he goes, hmm... Option A or option B. And I'm like... <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, excuse me. And he's like, sir, I'm helping this guy. Like, because now I'm that jerk who wants to cut in line, but I'm like... Finally, the guys ask the guys, I'm going to do option B. And he filled this paperwork. Um, the guy's yeah. like, yes. And I go, I have this ticket. And he's like, oh, yeah, here. And he gives it to me. I make it into the theater, 438. Right? Okay. Previous. Then I sit down, and um, my Apple Watch tells me that my heart rate's going really fast. And I go, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I watch this Rocket Man. But then the johns the johns had said they did not want okay then they were doing this series called last remaining seats in um downtown la this is where they show old movies and old movie palaces for one night only okay and yeah. last night they were showing it happened one night john marty and nico were gonna be there i knew that and earlier in the week i had run it by them because i'd gotten this email saying there were still tickets and john paul was like eh, i don't know if we're gonna go and then john paul calls me at 11 a.m he's like oh Evil John really wants to go. <laughs> but by that point, the online tickets were no longer for sale. So I messaged John Marti, and he very kindly agrees to get the tickets if they're available uh, when he gets there, right? And then we'll just get them from him, okay? So now the Rocket Man ends around 625 or something. The movie starts at 8 in, across town, across town. Right, but they're letting people in at seven. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right. So then this is all anxiety. Yes, for me. it's anxiety for me too. So then it's at seven, and then in fact it was six twenty-five. I was like, you know what? I feel so badly. I'm going to text John Marti and tell him I don't know if we're going to make it because they're barely starting the Q and A. Just go ahead and don't buy the tickets. But when I take out my phone, John Marti says, "Got you the tickets." 
<laughs> like, oh, God, okay. So then I text John. Cause I'm not sitting with John Paul. I text John Paul and go, look, uh, John Marty got the tickets. What time do you want to go? And he goes, after the Q&A, right? So they do a Q&A with like a reporter. It's a basic Q&A. And it's fine. And by that point, it's like when I – then the, the, the moderator ends his version at like 640. And it's the cast of Rocket Man, and then he goes, "We're going to open up to questions." I'm like, "Let's just fucking go." When they open up to questions, they're the worst, right? Yeah. I'm like, so I text John Paul, "Let's go, let's go, let's go," and he goes, "No, the Q and A is still going on." Woman stands up and she's like, "I need to say, when you sang that song, it was so beautiful. I didn't know if you were going to sound like Elton John, and I'm going to have to say, you really captured it." And then she handed the microphone back to the moderator. And everybody were like, is there a question? And she goes, no. That's, that's literally what was happening, Mike Lawson. So I go, I told John Paul, I'm just fucking leaving, right? Yeah. But the parking downtown is so terrible that I decided to park by Joe's, our friend Joe's, uh, where he's staying right now, right? So I park, there's free parking there. It's right by the freeway. So I park there, and I send my location to John Paul. John Paul rushes to pick me up after the Q&A, right? No, now I'm trying to hear like the weird humming and phaser noise in your headphones. And then um, I, they pick me up. We rush over to downtown. I go, okay, why don't we park in your garage? Because John Paul lives downtown. And we'll just take a lift to the theater. Perfect. And by the time we get to John Paul, I think we get to John Paul's at like, the movie's going to start at 8. We get to John Paul's at 745 and the place is like three blocks away. I go, let's just take a lift. And they said, Lyft's going to pick you up in 30 seconds or something like that, right? Mike, the guy was around the corner. Was... We were waiting. He got lost. Oh, no. So finally, John Paul's like, we're going to have to we're gonna have to run there. So now we're like walking. No, no one's running. We're walking super, super <laughs> fast, like three L.A. city blocks. We literally get there at like, I'm, John Marti might know. I want to say 755. Like, we walk in the theater at 7.55. John, Is it assigned seating? No, but I told John Marty, don't hold the seats for us if people want them, right? Yeah, yeah. And so now, oh, oh, and then, oh, evil John, as we're walking there, goes, Is there food at this thing? And I oh, go, God. no. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Right? And then we're walking. No, it's 7.55. The thing starts at 8, right? John Marti yeah. has been holding these seats for us. He's leading yeah. us to the seats. God. And he goes, they have candy for sale, but I don't have any cash. And John Paul's like, do you have cash? I go, I don't have any cash. And no one has cash. And then we sit down. And then um, Nico waves to us, right, as we're walking to the seats. Yeah. And I'm walking up. This other guy, because they had the jackets on the seats. This other guy thought that Nico was waving to him to say those seats oh. for him. Oh my god. With his three friends. And now oh. it's like his two friends. Now it's like the two of us. And we have to tell him like Ooh, sorry, dude. <laughs> no, those are for us. Well, no, then it's worse because I go, no, these are seats for I turn around. They're gone? The oh, are gone? it's just you. It's just me? Right? These seats are for me. They went and then I found, they went to the bathroom? Uh-huh. And they literally came back just as the lights went down. Uh, it was awful. And then, because, <laughs> then we see it happen one night, and then we go and jump. They're like, we're hungry. But I'm so tired by this point, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the lift, right? Okay. So then they're like, let's walk to this restaurant and get food, right? 
And so we walked. We stopped at a donut place, and we went to this restaurant. We had a nice dinner. That was nice, right? Yeah. Then John Paul's like, let's take a lift back to my house, and I'll drive you to your car. I'm like, okay. We call a lift, right? And then the lift rider, his name, he had a weird name, right? Like Verkuchin or something like that, right? And he pulls up. He's kind of cute, actually. Mm-hmm. And he's just looking straight ahead, and looks very serious. And I get in the front seat. The John's get in the back. And in on the front seat... On the front seat is a playbill from Les Miserables. <laughs> and I get in the car and I, I pick it up. And I get in the car and I sit down and I go, by the way, this guy has a 4.9 rating. This becomes important. I go, did you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing about this right now. I go, did you go see Les Miserables? And by goes, the way, stop there because right now you are so high. So like he's kind of cute. You have that's like what a evil total John aim. said later. That's what evil John said. Evil John was like, Oh, you had that flirting yeah. turned up to ten. At that moment, you yeah. were like, I could this is me and my element. Yeah. I go, oh, did you go see Les Miserables? And he goes, What'd you say to me? What? <laughs> and I go, <laughs> I go, I go, did you go see the musical Les Miserables? Would you call me? And I go, what? nothing, nothing, nothing. I go, I just, there was this thing here. And, I go, and then I'm thinking, like, maybe someone left it there or something, right? Yeah. So then we're just quiet. And then he says, ha, 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 I'm just nope, joking. Nope, nope. And it's super what? tense and it's quiet in there, right? So now I'm like, well... <laughs> I don't know what to do. Everyone's really quiet. And by the way, this is a very short ride. We're not going very far. Yeah. So I go, you know what? I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna try to break the tension. Oh, you having a good night, making a lot of money. He goes, No, it sucks. I'm not making any money. And I go, Oh. I go, What's the weirdest ride you oh, ever had? Joe, stop. And he goes, Weird how? And I oh. go, he goes, I think I said crazy. I know I think evil John goes, the crazy. Like, what's the craziest ride? He goes, Crazy how? Uh, and then I'm like, oh. And then he goes, there's this one time, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and then evil, evil John goes, go ahead and talk about it. We don't care. I'm like, oh, God. And then he goes, well, I beat the shit out of one of my passengers. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. Either I or evil John are going to say something. And he goes, this dude. He came in my car with these two girls, right? Did he have a bracelet on that was actually a broken handcuff? <laughs> yeah. You know what? He kind of looked at the guy from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, actually. Oh, God. Remember that guy who picks him up and he's like, like a yeah. escape criminal? He kind of looked at him, like a younger version of him. Who I always thought was so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. This guy was maybe like, like a 15-year younger version of that guy. All right, yeah. Maybe this guy's about 25 in the car. He goes... So this one dude got in my car with these two girls. And he was drunk. I didn't give a shit, right? And then he starts telling me, like, hey, make a left here. Hey, what are you doing? Why didn't you make a left there? So finally, I just stopped my car. <laughs> and I ended the ride. He goes, what are okay. you doing? And I said, I ended the ride. Okay. So, you're, so you're no longer my passenger. And his friend, his girlfriends were like, no, 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 he's just kidding. He's just kidding. He's been funny. He's drunk. I go, he's not my passenger anymore. Get out of the car. And I just beat the shit out of him. And then I left him there. And this, right as he says that, he pulls up to John Paul's house. Uh huh. And I go, so did he give you a good rating? (laughs) 
he goes, I don't give a fuck what kind of rating he gave me. Fuck that guy. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> and then I just tipped him and gave him five stars. I hope he gave me a good rating. Oh, God. I know. It was, it was like a two-minute car ride. It was like the scariest lift ride I've ever had in my entire life. But to me, like that was like such... It was such an L.A. day, like a meme about a YouTube family and their show, and then I rush over to go see Rocket Man and the cast being interviewed, and then we go see an old movie in an old movie palace that Leonard Maltin hosted, and it was a whole thing, and then we went and got, it was a whole thing. It was crazy. So that was my day yesterday, and <sighs> what are you going on next week, Mike Lawson? Not much. Um, I am going to see American Psycho mm-hmm. Monday, mm-hmm. Um, and then just being a basic bitch the rest of the week. What are you? What are you doing? Uh, what do I have going on? You know, now we go into the phase two, the the summer phase for Afterthought Media. So all the shows that are you know Drag Race is done. So all our other shows. So I'm, ta- I'm probably taping those, and then I have to do a lot of tutoring this week because. Uh, the school that I was working with before, we had to do one week before the ACT next week. So I'm going to be there a couple of times this week. My mom's birthday, Betty's birthday is, um, uh, should we do like a catching up greeting card to Betty? Like would people sign it and stuff like that? Yeah. How do you want to do it? I don't know how people do that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's her birthday on Wednesday. So we're going to celebrate that. It's like my parents are very, maybe your parents are the same way. Like. Five years ago, my brother and I, let's try this restaurant. And they, my parents liked it. And so now every year, it has to be at the same restaurant. Same thing. The same restaurant every year. So we're going to that restaurant. And then, other than that, not, nothing that I can think of. No big no big things going on. Hopefully, there's nothing going on next weekend. That'll be the dream. Uh, um, if I, I'm just going to lay this here because we had to lay something here. If you go to catchinguppodcast.com slash Betty... You can type in a quick message and we'll get oh, it. Oh, that's very nice. You should. Yeah, I like that idea. Go to catchingup.com slash Betty and I'll show her those messages and she won't understand at all. But I'll still, yeah. I'll still show them. And if you're, if you're listening live at Mixler right now, wait a minute. It's not, <laughs> I just <laughs> made that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, very good. Uh, well, how do we end this show? Oh, thank, um, nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. <laughs> Bye. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 